Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Look, my day job as a firefighter is tough, but my night job as a social media manager, my Persian cat Jinxie, that's intense. It's 8 p.m., I've finally gotten home from another 24-hour shift, and I just want to kick back with a cold one, but old Jinxie knocks my beer right off the counter and gives me that look that says, no drinking on the clock. But Heineken Zero Zero keeps us both happy. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I get my drink, and I can still work on Jinxie's new line of merch. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel channel. Hello and welcome to episode 29, season 9 of the Fighting Cop podcast. Today I'm joined by my dad. Hello. Hey dad. Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Most people know you as Dave because... 
oh, it must have been about three years the last time he was on the podcast when we used to record in the shop. Might be a bit longer than that. And you, it was 2016 actually, because you called very early our title challenge with Leicester. That's correct. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah. You were one of the first ones, certainly on the pod, where we were talking about it and you was like, we can win the league. And bearing in mind, Spurs at the time were like, you know, we were just, we were on the brink, but not quite ready for a title tilt. And you called it very early. It was close, yeah, yeah. very, very close. And I think, like, um, if Leicester didn't have all the luck in the world, uh, we could have done it. I think what the reason why it went down so well when you said that is because you've, you've seen it all, haven't you? You've been, yeah. You went, go, you started going football in 1961. Yeah. Granddad took you Spurs, didn't he? That's correct, yeah. And you saw the your first season going Spurs, we won the double. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And, and then we had another 10 years of decent success. And then Spurs started to falter somewhat. Yeah, I mean, I think after the double, um, there wasn't as much money as what there is now in football. Yeah. And I think if it had been now, I think Tottenham would have been, like, in the same stages of perhaps Liverpool, Man United. So we'd have been able to kick on and yeah, become like an elite club. Yeah, but I know we signed Jimmy Greaves uh, just this? after, which was a, you know, a fantastic... He's your favourite player, wasn't he, Greaves? Yeah, Jimmy Greaves. I loved him. Absolutely fantastic player. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, and, and Glenn Oddle as well, wasn't it? Yeah, Glenn Oddle was brilliant. You've been talking about Glenn Oddle since I can remember. And I found myself having uh, dinner with him and Ian Wright uh, during the... That was a proper name drop, but it was during the Euros. Yeah. And I remember I was sitting down at this table, and I wasn't supposed to be there, but ended up having dinner with Glenn Oddle. And I rung you up and went, Dad, I'm, I'm having dinner with Glenn Oddle. And <laughs> you was like, right, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> and I absolutely choked massively because I didn't know what to say. Because bearing in mind, this this guy's been built up in my head is in, like my entire formative years. Uh, he was one wonderful player. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful player. He was, you'd pay money just to watch him. He was superb. And, and, and I think part of the reason why people took your... Like your your prediction that we were going to go for the title that that, that <laughs> season was because of all the shit you've seen, all the good stuff you've seen, all the bad stuff. Uh, and and do you remember we uh, on the back of that when things started to happen that we went we put a message out saying that anyone wants to do it because you called it first we can get your name tattooed on our body. You know we had like three hundred people like ready to do it. I, I would have done it. I'd have been <laughs> the first. <laughs> it was superb. And still to this day, when we have a win, people go Dave. With a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how have you found this sort of the, the signing of Mourinho and the change in Tottenham? Have you in, enjoyed it? Yeah, I mean, I think that um, I think with Poch, that like when we was in the Champions uh, League final, and he said like if we win, this might be time for me to go, mm. and I thought that was the wrong signals. If you win the Champions League. Build. Why? Why do you want to leave a club that's just won the Champions League? Yeah, you know, I just didn't really understand it. And I think that that was the first signals that he might have been getting stale and mm. things weren't right. Perhaps with him and Levy, mm. I'm not sure if it was. But um, and once the season started, the players didn't look right. He didn't look right. He mm. didn't have the motivation. Mm. And I, th I think. Levy, I mean, I love, don't get me wrong, I think Poch's done a fantastic job. I love him to bits. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't slag him down one little bit. But I think it, it, was, it was the right time for him to go. Mm. I think Levy done absolutely fantastic 
getting a, a top class. I mean, um, Mourinho's uh, not my favourite manager, but he's a winner, he's successful. And I think uh, with Arsenal, could have, been, could have been sniffing around him. I think Levy done the right thing. He acted quick, got the manager in. Yeah. What... Um in terms of for Pochettino, because you you watched Birkinshaw's teams, you watched Bill Nick's teams. Like how I know he didn't win what they won. I'm gonna say they won. Birkinshaw won what one trophy when he was won the European Cup. Yeah, but it was UEFA, a major, UEFA, UEFA, yeah, it was yeah. a major major trophy at the time. But where, do you rank them? Do you rank him with those in terms of because the modern games changed somewhat? But do, is he do, how how fondly do you? I remember? think uh, Nicholson's the best. Managers we've ever had at Tottenham. Of course, yeah. Uh, obviously, um, uh, Birkenshaw. Which well, he's overrated a little bit. No, nah, he was he was a good manager, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put him in the class of Pochettino. I mean, the Premiership on to win trophies now is so hard. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially the Premier League. I mean, the Premier League. Um, I mean, you've got to have a lot of luck. Unless a lot of money, mm. which obviously Man City have proved, and into a certain extent Liverpool are doing it now. Yeah, you know, if you've got the money and you buy top players, you've got a chance of winning the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, whether Levy would ever, well, spend untold money, I don't really know. I mean, I don't think he will. But I tell you what, I've noticed about you, Dad, in the last year. You've become so much more nervy watching Spurs. Oh. When I was a kid, you like we'd have a bad result, and you'd go, oh, "Don't worry, we'll, you know Nick, we've got another game next week. We'll get on." Uh, what's happened in the last year to make you a nervous wreck? Because you used to be kind of like philosophical and laid back about it, like we lose, we lose, we win, we win, don't matter. Yeah. Now you're like every game is like agony. It is. It is like the only game that wasn't agony this season was Burnley. Yeah. You know, I thought, even that was a little bit in the first half. But it? even when we're three new up or two new up, you think teams are going to come back and what, why? Why though? And I mean, why like, and look at Bournemouth. I mean, we was well ahead with Bournemouth, and in the last few seconds, they could have gra- gra- grabbed a draw. Yeah, yeah. And they could have done really. But what I'm saying is, Daddy, what I'm asking is, what's why are you where previously you'd have gone that's football? Are you now like? Fuck's sake! It is. They just make me nervous. <laughs> they they really make me nervous. I mean, <laughs> was you nervous against Wolves? Oh, um, it, was, it was agony watching that one, wasn't it? It was. I mean, I mean, Wolves played. I must admit, Wolves played brilliant. I didn't think we played that bad. I mean, when like a lot of supporters are saying they murdered us, I mean, we had a few chances. I thought our defence played. Uh, really good second to none apart yeah. from obviously for Tongman having that winger well, going up against we're going to talk about him in a second yeah but uh, I thought our goalkeeper was brilliant I thought he had a great game I mean uh, we had our chances I mean but Wolves at Wolves are a very good team and well, they've got, they got some really good players Jose Mourinho said that this what you've got to realise is this team is a top four team they are the Wolves managers and, and, and the media around them might be talking to them as like going for a top six or top eight finish but he mm. said that is a Champions League team playing there and he said you forget that it's Wolves he said if you, what we just did essentially was get a win away from home at a top four 
top four side, and they played like one. They, they I was, I, I mean, I've been impressed with Nuno Santo, Santo oh, already. He's yeah. a really great manager. Yeah, very good. But it kind of the game felt like the type of games that Jose Mourinho's teams win. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And but have we got like is our near future as Spurs fans this like close? It like it was a matter of I don't know. I guess luck, but it was like a hard fought win. But so much of it was played of us on the back foot. Well, I was. I, I mean, when they scored, I mean, yeah. I would have took a draw. But yeah. You know, I thought the way they were playing, I could see them scoring again. Yeah. And uh, we were sort of. Hanging on a bit and running out of uh, out of ideas. Yeah. Uh, when he took Mora off, I thought, oh, you know, like to me, I thought Mora was one of our best players. But his goal was superb, wasn't it? Oh, out of nothing, absolutely brilliant goal. And uh, I thought I, I was quite surprised when they took him off, you know, because all they were doing was fouling him, and like there was so many of them on yellow cards, and that one more tackle on him. They most would have been a red. Yeah, the yellow cards all over the shot, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, I was quite surprised when he was taken off, but it was a scary game. Oh, and I horrible. mean, I mean, I went mad when Vertonghen scored. Yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was watching it at home, and it's nothing worse watching football on your own. Oh, it's, no. it's the worst because you can't like you can't bounce off off, off anyone nah. like you just got to sit there and process it I must admit I did job up and down yeah <laughs> and you need it <laughs> as well yeah that that I mean we'll talk let's talk about that a little bit because they had the vast majority of the possession yeah. and they were dangerous with it which is why it was so nervous it weren't like just passing along they were being very direct with the ball moving it forward quickly that, that Moutinho in midfield I know we were linked oh with him seven or eight years ago. But he looks like he just could do it for years. That's, that, I, I that's mean, I've said, said to you before, Gal, look, that's the sort of player we need in our midfield. Mm. I mean, Man City have got two of them. They've got the Silvers, yeah. De Bruyne. Mm. But Tottenham, having had a, a player like that who's tricky and can... Just a dictate he's play, just, Yeah, he just runs the midfield. I mean, Ericsson... I mean, obviously, he can't do it now. Back in the day. But he wasn't like Ericsson would have played forward. He wasn't that forward. sort of player. It was but... like the last player we could do it was Modric, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and I think, actually, we were trying to buy a Moutinho when we sold Modric. Yeah. Like, we went to the wire and it didn't happen. But, yeah, they, they were class. And that actually makes the result all the more impressive. Yeah. Because I didn't see it coming. When that ball was floated over. And do you know what? Wolves... Especially with an Ericsson corner and all. Uh, no, you I know. You beat the first man. Well, that, I, we talk, I talked about this. We do another podcast called The Five Statements just after we release, uh, just after the game's played, which we do like an initial reaction to what's going on. And there's a lot of stuff about him not beating the first man. Like he can't. Mm. Like he can, but that's what's being asked of him to, to deliver that kind of ball. Anyway, he looped it over. And their defending was so bad. Yeah. Like, and this is what it is. like. You can be as good as you want on the ball, but if the, you have a, a lapse in concentration like that, and Vertonghen did incredibly well to get that ball what in the net. was it from? 14 yards, weren't it? Is that how far it was? I think it was a long, quite a long way it was, it did. I, I was like, as soon as he came oh, to no. the there was no chance that's going in. He just nah. put it straight in the corner, didn't he? Yeah. And like, as you say, I lost my shit completely oh. because it, we, it was all on us. We, yeah. It was on top the entire game. And then to snatch it in the way we did... It I mean, was just peak, it peaked Mourinho. I mean, I didn't feel sorry for Wolves because I mean, we've oh, fuck them. We've, uh, we've we've had loads of games where we deserved to win and you know ended up losing or drawing. Yeah. So I mean, that's football, isn't it? You know, you got to you know 
if you play well, you've got to put your chances away. But yeah, if you don't do, you don't score. Don't, you can play as well as you want, but the only slap that actually matters is the mm. the win. And people won't remember this as oh, Wolves played well. They remember it as another three points for Spurs, which puts us three behind Chelsea. But I think that we played well. I think I think the defence played well. I think the uh, the midfield. Kept, yeah, we kept giving the ball away. I mean, especially Ali. I thought Ali, he was like, you know, passed the ball to one of our players. We was giving <laughs> it, giving it to them, and it was just letting us. They were just come bombing I, forward I all the time. As far as I can understand it, what he tries to do was hit them on the break. Like, oh and, yeah, and it yeah. works a little bit. But when you're doing that and you're leaving your front four forward, mm. there's a massive gap between Sissoko and Dyer, and neither of those are brilliant ball playing midfielders. I no. thought Soko did, did actually quite well, but it's just off the ball in midfield where they just pegged us back. But the last ditch defending, the, the, how strong mentally Sanchez, Alaverard, and Vertonghen were, oh, especially. Yeah. And the thing is, they won uh, us the game. And Vertonghen, he needed help against uh, Traore. Traore. Yeah, I mean, he was. I mean, he was absolutely brilliant. So Every it. time we got the ball, I shit myself. I know, I know. I just felt like saying, fall over, do something. Don't. Every time he got the ball, he done something good with it. He's so Traore's formerly of Middlesbrough and Villa. I mean, I saw him for uh, Villa. I remember, yeah. And like, I thought he was shit. He just sort of got the ball and run. And Big he, players, but never. But obviously now he's got better players around him. He's better players and a better coach. Yeah. So you're someone who, who you know you have the raw talent to go past players, which mm. is quite rare. If you can just teach them to have a bit of vision, put mm. them in situations where they've got to show a little bit of thought, then it will probably come. Oh. I mean, would you would you take him at Tottenham? I'd, I'd buy him tomorrow. Really? Put him in midfield, have Son and Mora, put him in midfield, and we would be electric going forward. So put him in in, what, in, in the middle? In the middle, get the ball <laughs> to him and just run at him. Bleatscreen. <laughs> That's uh, what he'd done for Villa. I mean, he's, I've seen You've him got to put him on the wing. He'd do the, like, if he, he's, well, he's I don't way, know. He's, I mean, his way, he's, he's, maybe, maybe that's, that's the way I play him. Um, but, it, like, I mean, that's how, how, much, how, much would it, how much would it cost to buy him? It would be, oh, you'd probably know. pick him up to 30 million. How old is he now? I don't know. Let's have a little look. But he's, he, he, you probably, Traore, Wolves, age. He was at Barcelona's Academy. Yeah, I know. He's 23. Is that what he is? That's 23? What he is. 23. He's got uh, three goals and three assists. And he's probably the man of the match. He's not. He's not going to be cheap, is he? But no. I don't think the Wolves will let him go. But I mean, the thing is, uh, you know, some if Tottenham did go after him or a big club, he might think, well, of course he would. Yeah, you but know, it's effective, isn't he? Oh, if he can again like, improve his end product, it's just he's exciting. It's just, just he's his just, pace. Oh, like, like the amount of take ons and, and, and times he just beat. And Vertonghen did well considering. I don't know. I thought, to be quite honest with you, I, I, when I saw the Tongman playing like back, marking him, I, it, it sent a shiver up my back. I thought. Well, Rose didn't travel, so we didn't have any No, I know, but I don't know. Session, was he on? Uh, I don't know, actually. Didn't, didn't see. I mean, I think Session perhaps would have done a. Because, I mean, he's quite quick, but I, mean, yeah. I felt sorry for Tongman. But, you know, we tried and. You know, he, he scored a goal, so, you know. What uh, did you notice the tactical failing on, on Traore? So he got done three times. He got done by Dyer, he, he got done by Harry Kane, yeah. and one other. Where he, I think Vertonghen done him. Yeah, one, where he just like they beat him, he's done, so bring him down. What, what, what do, you, do you mind that? No, no. I mean, 
I mean, I saw, I saw the Arsenal Man City game on uh, Sunday and all the Arsenal players were scared to, like, when uh, uh, Man City players went forward, they didn't even, they didn't take a booking. The thing is, you've got to take a booking. Every club, like, players take a booking for the team. Yeah. I mean... Well, they were talking about, like, it should be harsher, it should be... I mean, I don't, personally, I don't like it, because I think it... In a way, it ruins football a bit. Especially I mean, I, if a team's on top. Yeah, and I think uh, even Mora, I mean, the, the man, I mean, him. He gets it a lot. Yeah, he, I mean, he got bought down every time he got done a run. But that's football now, you know. Well, there's this idea that you get uh, like an orange card where the you, you have to go off. Yeah. But the but you, you can be subbed. So, like, if Eric Dyer did it, right, on him, the referee gives him an orange card. You take it. The manager has to replace him with someone else. Yeah, a forced sub, or is it just a part of the game? It's fine. Well, I, I, I think that uh, if a player he goes off, and I think the the other coach and the other team should give him a dead leg. <laughs> it's a little dig. A little you like, dead, you know, one a little, free dig. Yeah, you get a free dead leg. Yeah, and then like <laughs> if you come back on the pitch, or you don't, you know, and that perhaps that would stop it. How old are you, Dad? Uh, 68. 68. Right, I'm going to ask you a question, and I think I know the answer. Are you pro-VAR? Oh, I can't stand it. I'll get rid of it tomorrow. I hate it. No? I hate it. Not having it? No, I think it's terrible. It's the worst worst thing that's ever happened in football. I agree with the goal line technology, uh, but the rest of it, it's just terrible. It's killing football. It's, I hate it. It's a disease. <laughs> <laughs> they're just all they're doing is getting referees richer and you know yeah. like, putting them in that stupid was it Stanley Park or whatever it is yeah yeah and it's oh, it's terrible well, there was a moment it. there was a moment where we broke away and they the ref the flag the linesman put his flag up and we carried on playing yeah because yeah, him, yeah. him putting his flag up doesn't mean anything anymore because what was it uh, John Joe Shelby scored a goal. Well, they just carried on playing, put a ball in there. Yeah, net. but like, VAR done a, a check for a penalty for us. I know. It wasn't the offside. Yeah. It was the... So what? So, what, so you ignore the linesman's flag now? Well, that's what he's doing, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, you know. I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, Mourinho has said that he doesn't need signings in January. He just mm. needs time on the training pitch. That's all he needs. It's almost like he's got the right players, he feels. I think we do need signings, but it's a good thing that he can see the talent there. He just needs time to work with them. Because since he's come, we've had a game every four days, pretty much. I think, I mean, I, I think we we got the squad. Uh, I, I think a couple of, well, a couple of decent signings, not just every signings, decent signings would help us. But on the long thing, I think that um, we've got to, we've got to uh, get, uh, of um, Vertonghen, yeah, on a on a contract. Just give him another one if it's two years. It's and and, and yeah, but out of barrel twenty nine, I get that. Yeah, I mean you've got to give him two year contract, both of them, because they're both really good players. I mean, you, if they go next season, it's going to cost a fortune. Yeah, I mean, what centre halves are there about? I mean, I like English centre halves. I don't like. All the foreign centre halves. I mm. think Sanchez will be. I think he'll be a decent centre half. Yeah. But he's got to have experience with him, and 
you know, I mean, they're still good players. Yeah. You know, you... And, and I think it's, we've been, like, sort of... Their, their name's been sullied somewhat by the, the performances earlier on the season under Pochettino, where no one seemed to be playing for him. But out of error, he's got to stay. He's, he's got to out, out of error, has been... I think he's been brilliant. And I know Vertonghen had a bit of an injury, but he's still a good player. Mm. I mean, look at, against... Um, Burnley, while they was bringing them balls yeah. to the wing. It's a weapon, I mean, isn't it? that's class. Absolutely. And I mean, don't, you know, for Christ's sake, Levy, sign, you know, give him a couple of years' contract. Uh, did you see, Dad, that the club done a consultation over the, the word yid, use of the word yid? Yeah, I heard about it, yeah. Yeah, and um, almost half have said that they're not really interested in using it anymore, uh, that, that we should maybe not use it. I think the club are looking for a way to ban us singing it. Yeah. My feeling, because so basically consultative pl- uh, fans, yeah. and they've come out with this headline statistic that they that half. I did hear about it. Yeah. And I would be okay with that if I didn't think the club had an agenda, because the club don't really want the fans singing it. Because if they're trying to attract new fans in the States or wherever else who don't really understand unless they've taken time to read into the etymology of why we use that word. I just think they want to make the, the brand of Tottenham more wholesome and more yeah. family orientated and so that they don't have to explain why fans, Spurs fans use the word yid. Is there a South Korean equivalent to yid that we can... What it's used as <laughs> So adopt the South Korean... Him in song, <laughs> I don't know, uh, probably not. Uh, it might, might be a bit troublesome. <laughs> uh, we'll have to ask, ask a South Korean person who's listening to this, but the it's uh, yeah, the I just feel like it belongs to us. It's I like, can't, I, I, I don't know what, what all the fuss is about. It's well, the fuss would be that there are certain elements of the Jewish community who find yeah, it offensive. Yeah, I can understand that, yeah. But there are tons of Jewish fans that like like using it, like 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 saying it, and, and are proud of it. Yeah. Um, I, I genuinely, I feel like the club are doing this because they want to, yeah, like they want to remove, they just want to take that away from us so that it's a more saleable product, so they don't have to explain this awkward situation. But what I would say, it's an, a massive part of our, uh, uh, of what it means to be Tottenham. It's a part of our history and as a Spurs fan, if you choose to say it, completely with the context of, or, or the intent of it being a, a positive message, not, then I you mean, shouldn't be prevented from saying it. No, of course not. Fit, I fit, mean, they're not saying it in a offensive way. Yeah. Offensive way. So I can't. I, I mean, I personally, I can't see the, why they're worried about it. For really, I really don't. Well, yeah, other than maybe the decisions of what I, you know why I said that. You know, I, I just. It's, I feel like as well that people don't want to admit it. So in a consultation, you might be asking any fan from any part of the world. But if you ask those going to the games, I feel like they'd have a different answer than the ones that the people that filled in the the survey. And, you know, being a year is probably one of our most popular songs. Mm. Yeah. And this will only, in my opinion, kind of solidify the idea about what we are and where we come from and why we use that word. And because some people are offended by it, isn't enough for us to be prevented from saying it. But I think it, this is going to lead to the club banning people and removing them from the stadium. That's my feeling. The irony, though, and, and the difficulty for the club here is that this has gone through the course and has been thrown out. Mm-hmm. So on what grounds do, do they chuck someone out? There's no illegality there. 
Oh, just they don't I, like it? I think I, I can't see that happening, to be quite honest with you. I can't see uh, what well, they're going to, like, sing, like... Sing people out 19,000 fans well, of the uh, Park Lane end sort of out. I don't know. No, I can't. They'll do, like, a... It would just... It would cause more trouble. The poor stewards would be... Uh, I mean, you know, the majority of stewards are Tottenham fans anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, and it but a very hard. I, I, no, I, I just can't see it mm. happening. Whether they, you know, they their uh, Tottenham might put a statement out saying. I'm but sure they will. It will come. I, I just, they don't want it. They don't want it. There's something they, they can't. What, they, what's, what's the point of it? There's something they can't control. Yeah, it's something they can't put on a mug or a t-shirt, and it's something that belongs to the fans. And it's for me as well as 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 as, as much as it a part of our history. It's also a part of a, a finger up at everything else yeah you know it belongs to us that word and we shouldn't just let it be taken from us because i can see I, like, I can see like it belongs there'd be process fans would be turning up with long beards and skull caps <laughs> you there's a question we've got a question actually about your chain you yeah. put it on now yeah all right we'll talk about it in a second uh before before we uh, move on to that um Massive game against Chelsea the weekend. Three points behind them now. A win at, I'm not sure where we are on goal difference, but a win at White Hart Lane. No, I think our goal difference is a bit better than theirs. Is it? Yeah. No, it's better. Um, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll go above them. It's going to be another nervy one, Dad. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a great game. Drubbing. Do you we'll give, give them a proper shelling? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it'll be quite close. Yeah, ours is. We're, eight, we're on plus eight and they're on plus six, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think I think it'll be a great game because I mean they're quite an attacking team. Uh, we're an attacking team. I think our defence is a bit better than theirs. We'll see. It's but um, just think that in that that, that is, that's going to be a great atmosphere. I think we'll beat them. I, I really do. I think their confidence is down a bit at the moment. Uh, They've lost four out of the last five. Yeah, I mean it went off like a, like a train at the beginning of the season. I think a lot there. You know, Frank was in there and. He got all of them playing well, and, and I think manager buzz. I think, yeah, and I think it's buzzing off a bit now. And I, I, yeah, I think we'll, I, I think we'll, we'll beat them. Uh, we've got Leipzig in the Champions League last. Is it last sixteen or last thirty two? Can never remember. Uh, last thirty two. Is it? I don't know. No, I think it's last sixteen. Uh, whatever 16. it is. Yeah. So we've got we're Leipzig, um, top of the Bundesliga. Yeah. We've been beaten handedly by Bayern, who are currently seventh in the Bundesliga. Mm. I know it doesn't mean what you think it means, but it, I, I feel like there was a lot of celebration around us getting RB Leipzig, whereas without really kind of appreciating what a good side they are. Yeah, I mean, I don't really... I know they're top of the Bundesliga, but I don't really know much about them. Well, their manager, Nagelsmann... Yeah, he's, he's the one 32, and we was thinking about getting him, weren't we? Yeah. But... Um, uh, I'd rather have them by Munich. That's a dead set. Well, yeah, well, we could have well, we got PSG, Real Madrid. Real Madrid, yeah. yeah. I tell you, we would have done Real Madrid. They're all, yeah, but the thing is, uh, there's all, all the teams now are good. Yeah. You know, there's, no, there's not going to be an easy team. Mm. But I think, you know, we don't really know much about them. They mostly don't, well, obviously their manager knows a little bit. that we've got a great stadium mm. and he's really looking forward to playing us. And I think I think it'll be a really good game. I think you know it could go either way. It all depends, you know. Mm. 
All right, we're going to break here, Dad, for a cigarette break. Okay. And then we're going to answer some questions. We've got a few in for you, Dad. Oh, thank you. Talk! <laughs> <laughs> Second half of the Fine Cut podcast. Have you found it so far, Dad? Yeah, it's really, yeah I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's really good. I think it's a bit out of order that um, record basically in the attic of your house and you haven't been invited on. Like a little bit out of order. Well, you always have um, all the other people who turn up. And well, I don't I, mind. Quick, quick word on that is yeah. they. T's gone away, he's in Jamaica, Barty's in Colombia, and Alex is in fucking Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah. yeah. So, and we're sitting in the attic in Holloway. Why, Dad, why? That's, that's the thing, you're like, if those if don't know, Holloway's like rank Arsenal area. Um, how did you end up here, and why did you stay? Because you've been here for... We actually, you were born next door. Yeah, well, I've been in enough all my life, apart yeah, from Woodford and uh, yeah. So you, you were born, born next door in in uh, my nan's my mum's bedroom. House, yeah. So she had you at home. Yeah, and then you ended up buying the house next door because my our, my great grandmother, your grandmother, had had owned it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, didn't she? So yeah. so you you just kind of stayed here. Does it not bother you how Arsenal it is? Like how many of them around here and. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't like match days. I can't stand match days. But do you, Dad, do you remember? Do you remember in '91 uh, where uh, Spurs were playing um, Arsenal semi-final? Yeah, and then you put you put a picture of Tony Adams with the word "donkey" above him in the window. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Do you also remember leaving me at home and taking Ross? Well, I only had two tickets, so, so what, is he Ross, was the youngest. So yeah, but Ross, because well, he's the oldest, he got it. Yeah, right. That, that that stands to reason. But the final, you had more than two tickets, didn't you? Yeah, and I I, I was left at home. No, okay. it was only me. No, but you, Ross, no, Ryan no. went. Ryan definitely went, Dad. And I I, I, I watched it on my own downstairs, <laughs> and I was out of ten. <laughs> Just, just so you know, Dad, I will right. never forgive you for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got a question from uh, Bean Wright. He says, Dave, if Flav and Ledley King were next to each other in the hospital as babies and you knew that Ledley King would become what he has, would you take him instead and deal with the fact that everyone knew that he wasn't yours to be able to claim that Ledley King was your son? No. No. <laughs> Good, that's a good answer, Dad. Hello, uh, I, I love Lenny King, but uh, no. Mm -hmm. uh, George Kane says, I know Dave has said that he would love a billionaire owner to come in, similar to Chelsea or City. What does he think of Jose coming in, and does he think that we're one step closer to attracting that kind of new owner? Do you feel Do you feel that that's still something you want, Dad? Or? Um, you, you, you've gone I on think, record. I think it would be... Uh, it would have to be someone like... Uh, guitar yeah. king or to buy Tottenham because Levy would never sell Tottenham it would cost millions and millions a billion it probably cost over a billion yeah a billion and uh, I can't I can't really see it happening I really do you want can't it, do you want it to happen are you, are you, are you okay um, get, do you think we can achieve what at the moment I would say no I think like all these clubs buy the league uh and that's why, I, although I hated Leicester winning the league, I admire them because they didn't actually buy the league. They done it with grit, uh, good football, grit and determination. I don't know how they done it. I don't know how they done it, but fair do some, you know. They've done it. Have you ever known, known, known a 
an upset like that, or, or a kind of it was a win against the odds in the history. Yeah, but the, the thing is, Gal, they're, they're doing it now. I mean, I don't think I can't see unless Liverpool lose three or four games on the trial. Well, I, I, I heard it on radio the other day. Liverpool needs to lose one in three games now to blow their lead. I can't see it. The, the way they're playing, I mean, they're they're a great team. I mean, and I can't stand the Scousers, but mm. they are they are a great team. Yeah, and I, I can't, they're incredible. I can't see anything. I just can't see anything but Liverpool winning it. Yes, uh, Yidden the Gendry says it's called empathy when you share a fellow human being's discomfort. What? Uh, what? What is it when you re- re- repeatedly watch, rewind, and laugh maniacally? at the gammon's absolute distress and deje- dejection on AFTV, Arsenal Fan TV. What, what do you think of Arsenal Fan TV, Dad? Because um, you, you, you do watch it, don't you? I do watch it, yeah. I mean, I, I love I love watching them, especially when... I, I don't watch them when, it, when, it, when they win. No, no one does. Uh, but I watched uh, after the Man City game, and to be quite honest with you, a lot of them talk sense and I thought they're right I mean the, the owner of Arsenal is in it for the money I mean I just don't know where Arsenal are going at the moment I've, I don't feel sorry for them what do you think of but what, what do you think of Arsenal fan TV as a thing though would you want it at Tottenham nah nah it's, it's terrible absolutely terrible the thing is all they're doing is earning money out of it I mean the what's his name Robbie Robbie uh, all of them they're, they're just all earning money, just they're, and they've all got their own little pay podcast now. Mm. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that at Tottenham at all. What is it? Like, is it because it's embarrassing? Or? It, is, it is embarrassing. I, I watch it and I feel, I feel well. I don't feel sorry for them, but I feel like it is embarrassing. It is so. I mean, I, I mean, I would never ever go and slag players down, you know, unless they have like real shit games but then again a lot of the Arsenal players have had shit games yeah yeah definitely so I mean I can understand if they're paying I mean I think one quote was they paid was it £190 for the match what for an Arsenal game for the uh, Arsenal Man City game I'm sure there are tickets that expensive it was ridiculous and if you're paying that sort of money and you're watching players and not interested I mean I love banging I think he's a Real class player, he just weren't interested. Ozo wasn't interested. I mean, the young kids, I thought done okay when I watched it, but on the whole, no. I think Arsenal TV is. T- I mean, it's terrible. I, I don't rate it at all. We've got a question from Young Sally. It's funny though. It is well funny. <laughs> uh, young uh, Young underscore Sally. She says, on a scale of one to ten, how strict a parent were you? Um, I don't think you're strict. I wasn't strict at all. No, but you, you, you was you, you was quite scary. I remember, like, as a, as a kid, when you raised your voice, it was... I remember at a time, actually, when I went to play football for... Uh, do you remember this? I don't know, tell me. Yeah, so we were... Um, we were... I, I was playing for uh, Marquis Boys. Yeah. And uh, we, had, th- th- we had a game after... What is it? Midweek. And I couldn't have been older than 14 at the time. Maybe a bit younger. Maybe, no, about 14. And I didn't realise how far London Fields was from where we live now. And when I say it's not, not far as an adult, but when you're a kid and you go to school. Yeah. And I went to play this game at London Fields. 
and I must have got back about eight o'clock, but probably didn't explain how long it was going to be. And you'd gone out in your van, but my dad back then was a, a central heating engineer and uh, had a van, and I'd, I'd arrived home, <laughs> and you were driving, you came back down the street where we live, and you leant out the window and went, you are fucking dead. <laughs> and I was like, no! But by the time you got in, you'd calmed down and... Uh, you asked me if we well, because all, all parents worry. You worry, I mean, yeah. you worry, you know, and and but no, I, I was never strict. I would say perhaps two, but I always I was strict that to uh, be polite, mm. have good manners, mm. not to swear. Because I mean, that's one thing that I never ever did. I never swore in front of my kids, mm. and it's just to bring bring them up. In the right way. The right way, like my my dad did. Mm. He never. I never heard my dad swear at all in his life. He never hit me. I never hit any. Well, I mean, I don't believe in hitting kids. I mean, Gary's never been. I've never hit Gary in my <laughs> life. So and I never will. That's me, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the there was another time where we had um, a parents' evening at Highbury Grove School, and you was insisting that we, me and my my stepbrothers. Uh, well, would wear uh, our school, school uniform to uh, to school, and we were saying, "Dad, no one's wearing it. Please, don't make us." And it took for me to break down in tears because I didn't want to be the kid who turns up at parent evening as uh, as the one that wore a school uniform. And you went, you said to us, "If anyone, if there are any other kids at the at their parents' evening who were wearing a school uniform, we've had it." Luckily, they weren't. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh, Dom Seagor says, Dear Dave, what are you most proud of? What Spurs have done in the last five years? Oh, no, fuck that. I don't want to answer that. It's about <clears throat> whether or not you're proud of the pod and stuff, but leave, leave, let's leave that. Uh, Dave, talk about the star of David Chain that you wear. Why, why do you... Because you're like... Aunt Nanny Becky was Jewish. Yeah. But we're, we're not a Jewish family... No, I mean, my nan, I mean, was a lovely person. I loved her to bits. Mm. Uh, her name was Re Rebecca Vaughan. Um, that, that was a name that she was born with. Uh, obviously, Flavel, uh, her name was changed because uh, she married a Flavel and we changed our name by depot. What was the name before was Hooker, though, was that? that yeah, was, but uh, uh, obviously... Her name was... Her, right? her name was Rebecca Ball. And I just done it on respect to my nan, because she was Jewish. We found out that it was, she, she was Jewish. Mm. And uh, it was just a respect. And I I got the uh, Star of David round my neck, and I'm proud to wear it. You haven't not you haven't taken it off in about ten years? I'll never take it off. <laughs> never. <laughs> Not even when you're on the beach in... Nah. So, if you want to uh, have an idea about what my dad looks like, if you've seen the film Sexy Beast, where... <laughs> um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ray, Ray, Ray Winston. Ray Winston's yeah. sitting in uh, a pair of Speedos, <laughs> like, sunning himself. Like, I don't wear Speedos. You did when I was a kid, no, I You did. I, I remember <coughs> you wearing Speedos, specifically. They're blue, and they had, like, a, the little geezer who's done the dive. <laughs> Uh, and it, oh, he's fucking hot. That's 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 my old man. Um, uh, Afix Triplets. He says, "When I fly him a game, can I buy Dave a beer before the game?" 
Yeah, yeah, can. of course you can. Yeah, always good. Uh, the James and Flav community page. So this is another podcast I do uh, called James and Flav for now. Yeah. Uh, he says, has Flav's newfound fame as a podcast influencer? Do you know what an influencer is? Yeah. It's someone who does a pod and can convince people to buy shit, I think. Uh, changed, have I changed since doing a pod? Nah. No. Nah. Good. Not at all. Good. Uh, how long could you survive with only Adama Traore's fires for sustenance? So if you were, like, if there was a plane crash and Traore was on the plane with us, Dad, yeah. and, we, and he died, and all we had to eat was his fires and his upper torso, because he's a unit, isn't he? How I long? think it would, I think it be a month. No, I reckon. I reckon about six months. <laughs> <laughs> Just one leg. <laughs> he's, he's a bit of a beast, isn't he? Uh, back to back says, which son are you most proud of? Oh my god, all of them, good. three of them. That's it. That's that's the one. Yeah. Uh, they're all Spurs fans, so they're all good. Um, do you remember? Do you remember that that, that guy? Uh, yeah, work with him, yeah, yeah. work with him, yeah. Lovely bloke. Yeah, he says <laughs> he's uh, his name is Faz. On I can't remember, like he's changed the name, so I can't oh, remember I can't, what his I name can't was. I think his name there, um, Marcus. Marcus, yeah. that's it, Marcus. He says, yeah. "How are you doing?" Yeah, I'm doing fine, Marcus. <laughs> it's mad that he listens to the podcast and you used to work with him at what was it? Company uh, Dalkia. Uh, no, it was uh, Ellis. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, uh, Dalkia. And then it was, um, I can't think, the Scarce firm, but I don't even want to remember their name. Jake Quinn's, I think. No, I don't, I don't even want to mention it. <laughs> uh, Amazon Presence, Escom or Nothing, it says, Dave, is Flav your best work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Dave, which of the three, this is from Rob Thisson, says, which of the three common topics should feature more in the podcast, football, sex or drugs? Should we take... <laughs> well, as being a, a 60-year-old bloke, football. Good. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, K-Ward coming says, Nick asks, what spur without a song deserves one? Is it a security risk for Wolves or anyone else to wear masks at the game? What what, what player who doesn't have a song deserves one at the moment? Um, Do you think... Uh, I think... Uh, I don't know. Has Lucas Moura got a song? Mm-mm. Oh, no, he don't. He I just, think uh, what, what he did in Amsterdam. I think he he deserves a song big time. Mm. Yeah, he's uh, he's you rate him, didn't you? Yeah, I think I think he's really really class player, and I think the goalkeeper. I think the goalkeeper deserves a song. I think he's playing really well, and I love I love his kicking out. Yeah. Oh, Gazzaniga. Yeah, I've been saying it, like, Loris frightens me. He can't kick, you know, but he can kick, Gazzaniga can kick with both feet, Mm. and he he, he does it long. Do you you think he could could be our goalkeeper, like, for for the next couple of years, or...? Well, I think Loris is going to have a job getting back in. That's amazing to say, isn't it? Because we, like, no one had much... Kind of hope when when um, Loris came over, we kind of felt that when he got injured, we felt that like Gazaniga was a decent enough backup, but he's came in and done really well. Oh it's yeah, a couple of little hairy moments, but, he's, yeah, but his I distribution mean, is quality. I think he's, he he will get better and better and better, and 
I mean, Loris, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think Loris is a fantastic shop, uh, stop shutter. Stop shutter. <laughs> shot stopper. Shot, shot stopper. But he, he does frighten me. He, does, he, he makes silly mistakes, and I don't know if it's because of his age, but he's not, as a goalkeeper's age, it's not, he's not that old, but I do, I do like uh, Casanica. I really do. Yeah, he's a good, good, good goalkeeper. Um... Dad, why? This is a question from Liam A. Noah on Twitter. He says, "Why did you call me Gary?" But Gary's like such a shit name, Dad. Well, I spoke to Mum earlier about this as well. Yeah, it was. It, well, he's not called Gary. He's called Gareth. Yeah, and obviously his granddad was Welsh, so we decided to call him Gareth. But obviously Gary didn't like Gareth, so we basically yeah. called him Gary. That isn't the truth, Dad. The, <laughs> the truth is that. Mum said, I want to call him Gareth because the Welsh connection. But you said, well, we can call him Gareth, but as long as I can call him Gary. Why is that? Why did? Why Why is that a, a Would good you want to be called Gareth? Oh, Gareth? Rather than Gary, yeah. Would you? All right, Gareth. I'm fine. No, don't, not, not now. It's too, too much time's passed. But, <laughs> like, if Gal, I, I don't mind. Obviously, that's fine. Yeah. Like, my family calls me Gal. Um, but... There were only like two years ago. There was only twenty-eight men born, or twenty-eight boys born, with the name Gary. Gary's like the worst. You could have chosen anything. Gary's a terrible name, Dad. No, it's not. It's a good name. Gary right. Mabbott. Yeah, the, the Gary Lineker. The Gary Lineker. Yeah. Gary, Gary Stevens. Gary Penrice. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Glitter, Dad. <laughs> Gary Glitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, let's do one more. Right. Um, what do you do about the Danny Rose situation? We need to sell him, but he doesn't want to leave, and that's not a good situation for the club to be in. What, what, what do you make of the situation with Danny Rose? Because he said uh, he said he wants to run down his contract, and that's what he's going to do. He's not going to enter negotiations. He's 29 years old. He's got 18 months left in his contract. He's going to be 30, 31 when he... If, obviously, if he run, wants to run down his contract, he's, well, we've got to sell him. And I mean, he, will, he, he won't perhaps won't entertain these discussions. Um, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's not I, the end of the world. I, I mean, I still think I still think he's a good player. I mean, I mean, I, I don't really personally. I'd rather have him at left back than Vertonghen. To be quite honest with you, really? Even, yeah, even now, I, 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 I don't. I like Danny Rose, but. That's the trouble now. When players start getting like twenty nine and that, they think that they can run down their contract, mm. sign for a club, get a big signing on fee. Can you blame them? That's football now, isn't it? It's football, yeah. He's going to get a bigger wage if he runs down the contract. Exactly, yeah. And if Tottenham don't really, if uh, Mourinho don't really fancy him, I, I, you know, I mean, obviously Session coming on. Mm. I mean, I don't think he's the finished article by a long way but no, not but I think you know like a year or year and a half I think he'd be our left back for a long while who? Session oh right right sorry sorry of course uh, one final question before we go yeah. uh, Spursy McSpurs face he says Dave how do you feel about Flav not having a proper job anymore and basically bumming around talking about shit all, talking shit all day <laughs> <laughs> when I first left my job, you were like, "You don't like work, do you?" He's <laughs> he don't like work. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> it, it is work, Dad. It's not work as you know it, but it's, it's still work. This is the ideal job <laughs> for Gary. He, he just loves it. He hasn't got to get out of bed early. I do, I do get out of bed early. I get no, out of bed early. No, no. When I'm at home with the kids and that, I get out of to me, he's retired at, <laughs> <laughs> at 30, 38, are you? Yeah, well, uh, yeah uh, yes, I am. That's what I can say, he's retired at 38. I, I'm not retired at all. I, I, This isn't a real job, granted. I'm not, like, working in Sainsbury's or plumbing. But, Dad, you, I remember gr- growing up and all you did was complain about the fact that you had to get in your van and fucking fix pipes. You hated it. No, no, I like, I like I like my job. I didn't I didn't but well, that is not I true. like your job even better. <laughs> <laughs> I love my job and it's and, and uh, the only reason I can do it is because everybody downloads and listens to the podcast every week and it's an amazing thing. And yeah. it's also an amazing thing that I get to share this with my my dad because uh don't read that one. Don't read that one. Dad, that's not for you. Get do another couple. Well, can't, uh, I don't know. You can't that that just. Can you look away for a second? Right. And I'll just read. I can't read that anyway. It's Good. Too, too so I'm going to read the first sentence of this and not answer it. This right. is from Ben Speed eighteen. He says, "What does Dad? Sorry, what does Dave think of the sexual would you rather question that Flav has to answer on the pod regarding him and and that's the end of that. Right. You're never going to hear that. All right. Uh-huh. But that's just a nod to the geezer who's fucking sick enough to ask it. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's it. That's it. What else do you want to say? Come on, you Spurs. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry yeah, Christmas we, to all you supporters. Yeah. Let's beat Chelsea on Saturday. Uh, sa- is it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Let's do those pricks. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel shut Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.